0: So how soon were you aware um, of how smart your dad is in terms of the way he approaches business and what he was doing specifically with Formula One? Because really, uh, it's difficult to imagine the sport would ever have got to the stage it has now without your dad. I mean, it simply wouldn't have happened. It was a minority sport. It is now a global one and he's taken it to corners of the earth that you never would expect Formula yes. One to be adopted and loved in the way that it is. I mean, I'm thinking of places like Azerbaijan. I mean, yes. who would ever have thought F1 would have gone there? But how aware were you of all of this process?
1: So as a child, I think that you just think that everyone's parents are the same as your parents and you kind of don't really think that you're different in any way or that your dad's different. I did know that he was really good at maths and adding up because he was always helping me with my homework. And whenever I'd be like, how much is... So, you know, 500,000 divided by 36, whatever. And he would come up with the answer so quickly. And I was right. like, oh, my God, he's like a math genius. I, didn't. I thought you were
0: going to ask me the answer then. But thank God no. you didn't. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, so my dad was always really, like, really quick with numbers. So I was like, oh, my dad's, like, really, really smart. But I never thought of it in terms of business until I was a lot older. Okay. And then, obviously, um, the older I got, I became more aware of what, what he did and that he had created... You know, when I went to F1, I just thought, like, this is amazing. My dad has created this. And I just always felt super proud every Mm. time I, like, walked into the paddock. And I was like, this is amazing to have... You look at the pictures of what the sport was like when he was much younger and then how it's changed and grown and developed. And I just thought it was, like, really awesome that he made... Yeah, he made F1 what it is today, but also he did it not for the money. He did it truly because he loved it, and that's what he believed in and he was passionate about. Because at a certain point, he could have retired and gone to Florida and played golf, but that was just never my dad.
0: I mean, that's the thing. I, I always feel with him that it's almost a game, that every kind of interaction he has with somebody... And I don't mean that in a frivolous sense. I mean it that he wants to outsmart and he wants to outmanoeuvre. Again, not necessarily solely competitive, but because it's interesting and it keeps him motivated and stimulated and everything else. So it's not something he could ever really walk away from. I mean, even now, it feels very strange not having him in the paddock.
1: I know, it is. It's, It's really strange for me. But the thing is that I think that being the way he is, like you say, always being one step ahead and always thinking ahead and everything is kind of like a game I think it's kept him so young I mean he's just turned 88 and it's literally not like talking to an 88 year old right. he's so fit he's so sharp he's just yeah I think it I think that doing something that he cares about and that he's loved
0: and that he's so passionate about has kept him really, really young. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so many anecdotes that fly around about him, and I'm sure some of them are urban myths, but I love a few. One of them was that, and it's a really small example of what we've been talking about, that um, Pirelli wanted to do um, cowboy hats on the... um, podium instead of baseball caps okay and and it's a really quirky little marketing idea but bernie you know other people would have gone yeah yeah fine do it he goes yeah you can do that but it will cost xyz to do it (laughs) yeah um and why not put a price on it because then when lewis then won the race he was on the front of every single paper around the world wearing a pirelli cowboy hat so bernie knew the, the gain that Pirelli would get from this, because it was a very smart move, but he wasn't about to just let it give slip it through. He wasn't going to give it away, exactly. And that is what he's based the whole empire on, isn't it? I think that
1: him coming from such humble beginnings mm. and having to work from such an early age, and he tells me about the fact that he used to sell like cakes on the school playground, and I was like, well, did you ever eat the cakes? And he was like, no, why would I want to eat my profit? And I'm like, oh, I would have eaten the cake. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that because he's had to fight and struggle and just work so hard, he knows like the value of absolutely everything. Mm. And rightly so. Why should he give it away? He's built this, this empire. So when someone says, should we do this this way, for him to put a price on that, I Mm. guess is like his natural train of thought, because Mm. that's how he is where he is. Mm. Whereas some people wouldn't necessarily think there's a value attached to changing a baseball cap to a cowboy hat. Mm. But my dad just thinks outside the box and does see things for what they really are. Mm.
0: So would you describe him as a frugal person or do you yeah. think he's a... Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> he totally doesn't agree with how I live my life. Really? Yeah, no, he's very down to earth and very humble and he doesn't take pleasure in shopping, for instance. Mm-hmm. Things like that don't make him happy. Um, so what does make him happy? Doing deals? Doing deals, saving pennies, like um, buying something that's on sale, getting a great deal on something. Really? That makes him truly happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And
0: so, and so do you get your kind of more extravagant side from your mum? I don't know who I get it from.
1: Listen, I've married someone that's actually quite like my dad in that sense. So I've reined things in, in the sense that Jay's like, okay, shop around, get a quote. Don't just like pay the first person that tells you it's this much. So actually like both the men in my life are actually quite similar in that way. And that's quite good for me because I'm like, I guess... Yeah, it's good to have someone that looks out for you. So Jay is like, so many people want to rip you off. Mm. They know that you like have money, so actually don't be silly. Let's take our time, let's shop around, etc. And it's really sweet that Jay takes care of me in that sense. Mm. And it's kind of funny because I've ended up marrying someone that's like my dad in that way, because my dad would never just pay full asking price. He's always asking for discounts and haggling. I remember I wanted a bomber jacket when I was 11. I was desperate for this bomber jacket. And he took me into the store and they said it was like, I don't know, £80 or something. And my dad was like, I'll give you 40. Like we were in like (laughs) like, Moroccan market, haggling. I was so ashamed. Anyway, needless to say, my dad got the jacket at the price he wanted to pay for it. And that was a lesson well learned. I
0: tell you what, they say that everyone can be bartered down on everything. Apparently so. But but like you, I would just cringe. Cringe. I don't know why. I'd I'd almost want to pay them more as an apology. Why is that? There's something in us. I guess
1: everyone's different in their personality, but my dad has worked so hard for every single penny. And I think that his, yeah, I think he just appreciates it because I've Mm. never not had anything. Mm. And obviously I'm appreciative of money and I know that I'm super lucky and very fortunate and privileged, but not in the sense that I sold cakes and pens on a playground Mm. in school. And I think that does actually play a huge role.